Hello, hello, and welcome back to Diva Deep Cuts, and happy Pride! Welcome to season 1.5, our mini-season celebrating drag queens in this happy month of Pride. I am your host, Ben, and I'm excited to journey through their music with all of you. Closing out season 1.5, we have the pink skinny legend with moving parts, Trixie Mattel. She is a drag queen, makeup company owner, a podcaster, a YouTuber, an author, a TV star, a model, a motel owner, and most importantly for this show, a recording artist. Not only has Trixie Mattel had a longer and more illustrious recording career than most drag queens do with five, no, four, four studio albums and two EPs. But she has recorded mostly in folk Americana and country or throwback 60s California rock, which is atypical of drag queens who do record, whose songs are often primed for the dance clubs or have pop overtones. Also, if you check out the Diva Deep Cuts Beginnings blog post on my website when it launches, you'll see that Trixie Mattel was one of the inspirations that inspired me to actually make this podcast a reality and not just some fuzzy vision in my head. So check that out at divadeepcuts.com coming soon. Don't forget, you can follow along track by track with the specially curated playlist on Spotify that I have published to go with this episode. It's called Trixie Mattel Deep Cuts. But without further ado, let's dive right into the soothing. Let's dive right into the soothing sounds of Miss Mattel. Number ten, I know you all over again from Two Birds. This was one of the slower tracks on Trixie Mattel's debut album from 2017, Two Birds. And it very much fits the folk music vibe that I mentioned in the intro. I picked it for this over some of the other ballads from Trixie's earlier albums because it just landed so well for me in terms of capturing the emotions. It's very much indicative of the non-linear path of grief and feelings that one can have after a relationship ends. When you've sort of moved on, but you're not there yet, and some things remind you of that person and open a new window to emotions you hadn't felt or were not expecting to experience. And it's just really sweet and sad. And it has really beautiful instrumentation in it as well. There's the light acoustic guitar that's prominent throughout. But I love in the second verse when the production just opens up and suddenly there's bass and some violins. And it just feels like this tender swaying. Almost like a slower Beach Boys kind of song. It has that sort of summer evening kind of feel. Where it's late at a cookout or barbecue, and this is played while everyone's kind of tired and swaying, 
and in their feelings. And it's just really tender. And that's why it rose above some of Trixie's other ballads for me. Number nine, Wind Up Man from 2018's One Stone. Notice the two album titles make a phrase together, two birds, one stone. <laughs> I picked this one because it just amused me so much. As I listened through Trixie's albums, I kept coming back to this one because it is kind of lighthearted and funny. On the surface, it's about getting a wind up man robot as a lover or a domestic companion that takes care of a whole bunch of things around the house and it's just so helpful but then one day the wind-up man breaks he's reached the end of his useful life and comes apart there's a slow down bridge where it's very dramatic and serious and the instruments cut out and the wind-up man is malfunctioning and smoking never to work again but I feel like there is some double meaning in this song, more than just being a silly little number about a wind-up man, about meeting somebody unexpectedly, getting into a relationship really fast, and things seeming perfect for a while, and then one day it all comes apart. And either things end, or they stop doing all the things, or things just shift, and you realize you're growing apart. So. There is a bit of a serious undertone underneath what is otherwise a kind of silly little song. So, yeah, I I, uh, I enjoy this one for that reason. It has more fun instrumentals. I'm probably going to say this multiple times, but a lot of Trixie's folksier material reminds me in a good way of the Chicks, formerly the Dixie Chicks, for those not in the know. And I have loved the Chicks for going on 20 years now and so to hear so many songs in her discography that remind me of the chicks is a good sign to me because it means i will definitely revisit them and this is no exception so i hope you also enjoyed wind up man number eight Goner, the opening track on 2021's The Blonde and Pink album. So this one, production-wise, really resonates with me. Like when the bridge comes in and it's a bit more staccato and dramatic, and then it bottoms out to the lighter production, um, vocally distorted doo-doo-doo-doos, I always get chills. Even though the lyrical content isn't extremely emotive, the production just sends me every time. But getting back to the lyrics, the lyrics are very personal to Trixie's experience, but I think they can be relatable to other people in a lot of ways. This song is about when she moved to L.A. to pursue more career opportunities and continued being successful with more ventures and making more things happen and getting more opportunities and that the opinions of some friends and acquaintances in Milwaukee started shifting and people were mad or hating on her and just 
thinking differently of her because she had like moved to LA and gotten so successful and who is she now? And I think for people who have moved away from a place that they lived for a long time, especially to pursue different work opportunities and then are successful in those new opportunities or otherwise just seem to be having a great life away from where they came from, sometimes that inspires resentment in the people who stayed there when you didn't. And so everyone changes as they go through life. And it's just something a lot of people experience more so now that the workforce in the United States is more mobile in general about, you know, people who stayed behind in your hometowns, maybe being resentful of what you have and thinking that you've changed so much you don't, or that they don't recognize you anymore. I'm like, is that really true? Or are you just forming opinions about me in my absence from afar? So interesting to think about. But yeah, I love the guitar work on this one. It is very like mid 20th century Southern California rock, which I love. It just feels very sunny and warm and open. And we'll hear sounds like that again. So let me know what you think. Do you actually, that's a good question. Are you, are you more the California rock Trixie aficionados or the folk and Americana Trixie aficionados? Let me know. Number seven, Seen My Man, again from 2017's Two Birds. The chorus and the hook, especially at the beginning of the chorus, is what really pulled me into this one. As I was listening through Trixie's catalog, I kept coming back to that, well, I've been back to Austin, or I've been down to Austin, back to Boston's where I've been. That just kept playing over and over in my head without warning between listens through the songs. So I was like, okay, this one's definitely rising to the top, so I need to include it. And I again, it's that folk storyteller kind of sound. It's about having a career that or a job that takes one on the road and seeing all sorts of different places, but not really having a human connection. Like seeing my man refers to, in this case, wanting to find a boyfriend, but there's a, a deeper meaning that Trixie has talked about in interviews for this album about in general, not having a lot of genuine human connection on the road because it's a mixture of strangers and fans that it's all short, brief interactions that don't lead to any sort of more meaningful connection or time with another person. And I think that can be relatable, not just to people who have careers as performers, but people who maybe are truck drivers, are maritime workers that go off on the seas and the rivers, and just any sort of career like flight attendants and pilots, where your job takes you to all sorts of different places week in and week out. And there's not always enough time to just be home and spend time with the people you have more deep, intimate relationships with. So, and then instrumentally, I like this one too, the way it starts acoustic and then 
more parts kick in on the first chorus and just keep going. So then it feels like it's rolling along through the whole thing with the, the strings and the guitars and the bass, and maybe a banjo. I can't quite remember. And the percussion, it just kind of the rolling feeling kind of mimics, I think, you know, being in a vehicle on the road and that f- feeling of moving around and going from place to place and not staying in one spot. Number six, Soldier from 2018's One Stone. So let's talk about the music first. Again, like Seen My Man, this one has a kind of rolling feel, like being on the road in a car, watching the world roll past. But I really appreciate the muted trumpets on this one. It gives it more of a southwestern kind of feel. That's a bit of a contrast from Trixie Mattel's other material at this time. It makes it stand out a little more. And I think it's in a different key signature. Like the chorus is a bit higher than most other songs that she sings. Um, The background vocals are all her. And so it's neat that it's kind of duetting with oneself. Because some of the other songs you could hear a different person on backing vocals at times. So musically, I liked this one because it was a little different than the rest of the folk material at this time. Lyrically, however, there's a lot to unpack here. I didn't verify this entirely, but some fan commentary on the internet has said that this song is in part inspired by uh, Trixie's best friend and business partners, Katya's uh, relapse and stint in rehab around the time this song was written. And Trixie has also said in interviews that this song is a reminder to herself to not just be a constantly going workhorse all the time and trying to make sure to take time to slow down, to appreciate life and remember that they're financially secure and they have plenty of stuff going on and don't need to spend every minute of their waking hours working. So I like how the dichotomy of those two things blends together about both being a reminder to Trixie to slow down, a reminder to Katya to keep moving and that it doesn't matter what other people say, like, She can get back on the horse and continue doing what she wants to do after she takes care of herself. And even in the first verse, I love how it opens with the weirdness follows me wherever I go. Weirdness seems to know me even better than I seem to know myself. And about being like both the weirdness of making such a living beyond wildest dreams on drag feeling like an outsider among drag queens in general and among society at large. Also, I say this in the most loving way possible, but Katya is also weird. I love her for it so very much, but her best friend and business partner is also an outsider among drag queens. And it's just like very self-referential in a very subtle, understated way. And so I love that. All of this just comes together into a nice little package of a song. And I just 
want to hear it again usually when it's done. So we'll take a little break now and be back with my top five choices of Trixie Mattel's Deep Cuts. Number five, Girl of Your Dreams from the Blonde and Pink albums. Ah, this one always puts a smile on my face. The first thing I thought of the first time I heard this song was the chorus reminds me of Cloud Nine by Beach Bunny in a good way. Like, this song is different enough, and overall the structure is not the same as that one, but it has that kind of, like, late 90s indie sound that a lot of queer women were into at the time. Like, this song sounds like it could be at home on the soundtrack of the movie But I'm a Cheerleader with Natasha Lyonne, Clea Duvall, and RuPaul. And it's just so much fun. It has energy. It just feels very bright and sunny. I especially love the bass line throughout. For those that have been here through season one and into now, know that I love a good bass line, and this one does not disappoint. I love how everything else just kind of fades away during the verses, and it's mostly the bass line driving things forward underneath the lyrics. Similarly, I really like the synth parts at the beginning at the end, the sort of rising staccato synths. They add a nice effect, and it's a little bit unusual for Trixie songs. Her stuff is not always very electronic, so it adds a nice touch to sort of give the song some texture, make it a little different than the other tracks on the record. So yeah, this one easily sailed into the top five for me just because it's so much fun. And it seems like in not exactly an homage, but in the same vein as a lot of music that I really like. Number four, Girl Next Door from 2020's Barbara. (laughs) I didn't realize I had rhymed the number and the song title until I spoke that aloud just now. So Barbara was a short album, and it doesn't have a lot of entries here in my top ten. But it'll get featured in the supplemental content if you check that out after this episode. But what I love about Girl Next Door are many things. This is just a fun and funny little song. (laughs) Funny is not the right word. Cheeky is the right word. It's laid back and it has that sort of like vintage Southern California aesthetic in the subject matter. Basically like Trixie Mattel singing from the perspective of the new girl next door. So why don't you come over sometime? Wink, wink. So it's very cheeky, but it's also not very, like, pushy. It has a very laid-back, fun vibe that goes with the 60s aesthetic. And it fits, because I didn't realize this at first until I listened to an interview about the Barbara album, but Barbie is named Barbara after Barbie's full name. Because Trixie loves Barbie and has a massive doll collection. Um... Barbara, who became Barbie, was from Wisconsin and moved to L.A. and became the success that is now captured in the manifestations of 
Barbie the doll. Trixie Mattel, also from Wisconsin, moved to LA and has built a career across many industries that's been wildly successful. So a lot of parallels there. Um, Yeah. So this song, I think, captures that feeling very well. I also really love how lines in the verses will rhyme with the pre-chorus to facilitate the sonic transition into the chorus. And I just love how it's just like, oh, we continue the rhyme, but the production shifts, and here we go into the chorus. It's very clever. And on the bridge, we get a key change, which I love well-done key changes. And this is no exception. That goes into a nice little guitar solo. Not too gratuitous, but fun to help kind of brighten things up. Give a little extra electricity to the song. So this one's just very fun and a great taste of the Barbara album. Number three, Love You in Hi-Fi from the Blonde and Pink albums. On my first listen through this album, this one stood out to me right away. It's just so in your face and like somehow aggressive, but still chill. It still has that sort of surfing beach vibe to it that makes it sound very Southern California and very fun, but it's much more like I said, aggressive or energetic than a number of other of Trixie's songs. I also really like the bridge, the way it sort of is a little breakdown and the hand claps are hard to predict. It's like a two, one, two, three pattern that goes with the vocals on the bridge. That's not just a simple like two, one, two, one with the hand claps. So that's neat little touch for a little bit more musicianship and, uh, a little more complicated than a standard like 4-4 time. We love syncopation here. I don't know. This one is just so much fun to me. It's very B-52s, Go-Go's, Blondie, early 80s, Southern California, which is a sound I enjoy. And um, I know that uh, Go-Go's and B-52s especially are bands that Trixie Mattel really loves. So I'm not surprised that her music reflects those inspirations. But yeah, this one is just such a fun ride from beginning to end. It's almost too short. I wish it were a little longer if there's anything to complain about. But yeah, I just I knew this one would make the cut as soon as I heard it. It was just a matter of how it stacked up against the rest of Trixie's songs. Number two. Who Loves You Baby from the Blonde and Pink albums yet again. So this one was the dark horse when I was sitting down to rank all of these songs. I liked it enough to include it in the top 10. I knew that much. But I was surprised myself when it rose all the way to number two in my esteem. As it is similar again with that southern california feel of a lot of the blonde and pink album tracks but this one it just like opened like a being at a beach party on a warm sunny day 
I just really love under the verses, at least the first verse, how it's just the bass guitar to kind of get things rooted and moving at the same time. It has a very grand kind of feeling. And again, I really like the verse to chorus transition with the way the parts completely turn sideways and there's some lyrical connection to the verse, but the pre-chorus definitely indicates that we're changing directions. And then when it circles back around to verse two, there's more parts underneath than just the bass guitar providing some more energy. And then on chorus two, we get extra echoed background vocals, a sort of a call and response with the lead that adds some extra dimension there as well. So I love how this one just keeps building and building. And then there's the switch on the bridge where the lower parts drop out and it's the lead guitar and the drums and a slight key change. And it's kind of like floating or soaring in the sky. And then it comes back down to earth for the final choruses. So it's just a very well-constructed, fun song that I really enjoy listening to. Number one, Make Up Your Mind from Two Birds. I bet some of you thought I was going to pick one of the more Southern California rock-sounding songs because of how many made the top half. But no, this country folk song from Trixie Mattel's debut album is one of my favorites of all of the songs she's recorded, and it has been since my first listen-through of her catalog. I finished my first listen of this song and was like, this sounds like it could be on an album by the chicks. Like, I would fit right in with their style of writing lyrics, their sonic choices in the production. Like, that's what it reminded me of, and I love it to pieces. It gives me goosebumps every time I listen to it, just from the instrumentals alone. I love the strings. I love the driving guitars. I love the imagery painted by the lyrics especially the fourth verse with the wounded werewolf line like i think <laughs> myself as a gay man and having been interested in people who weren't fully out or didn't really want to commit or didn't want to tell me not tell me didn't want to tell other people about me in the past like i relate to that a lot that it's like okay so you want to be able to get some on the side at night et cetera, et cetera, when it's convenient for you and not tell anyone that this is a thing. But you are also doing more than just having it be a hookup thing. So come on now, what's going on here? And that's what this song is about. It's about being with someone who's afraid to commit. And it's like, it's either like, that's what I want and I need you to give me an answer or that doesn't have to be what I want, but I need you to make up your mind. <laughs> I just used the song title in the description. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, so this, uh, this is a favorite of mine amongst Trixie's discography, hence why it made it all the way to the top. I hope you love it as much as I do, and I will be happily sitting here listening to it by myself. If I ever make a playlist that's anchored by the chicks, I will absolutely include this to kind of like 
spice things up in a subtle way. Thank you for sticking with me as we journeyed through Trixie Mattel's best deep cuts. Like I said, she is not exactly like other drag queens. Her music especially is a mixture of folk, country, Southern California pop rock with electronic elements thrown in. But I love it all. Her discography spans the gambit of my tastes, and I hope you found something here that you would like to include in your own playlists or music library. And as a reminder, there is a playlist to accompany this episode on Spotify. It will be linked in the show notes when those are ready. You can also find it on my website or my Spotify profile page. It goes through all the songs in the order that they appear in the episode. And keep your eyes on divadeepcuts.com. It should be launching very soon, where you can sign up for my email list to get exclusive bonus content, as well as read the blog posts that correspond with each episode and consist of my honorable mentions, which were songs that I love, but they didn't quite make the cut for the top 10 count in each episode. It also has links to my social media, where you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at divadeepcuts. And thank you again for listening here on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. I look forward to seeing you back in season two. Until next time, I'm Ben. And this is Diva Deep Cuts.